When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. It's busy for many people who work in agriculture this summer, and with harvest season coming up, it's critical to have time in your schedule to maintain health with eating healthier and maintaining stress. I am here with Chris Frakes, Program Director of FarmWell Wisconsin, to hear more about it. So, Chris, what is FarmWell Wisconsin? FarmWell Wisconsin is a service of the Southwestern Wisconsin Community Action Program. We partner with farmers, farm workers, their families, and community members who are interested in, in improving the health and well-being of members of the agricultural community. Um, so we do a lot of different things. We, we have a website. We offer workshops to help support people. We go out to farms and talk with farmers. We're involved sort of in anything that can help support farmer well-being. So with everyone really busy right now, are you seeing many people going back to unhealthy eating habits? We do, right? Like this is something we worry about always during, certainly during planting and harvest time, right? I hear a lot of stories from farmers that when they know they're going to be out in the field for maybe 16 hours a day, that their go-to food is a bag of Snickers and a six-pack or 12-pack of Mountain Dew. And so we're concerned about that, right? That's simply fueling up on sugar and caffeine is not always the best choice. And we try and nudge people towards making some healthier choices, certain amount of, of junk food, potato chips, you know, just sort of the high carb things, a certain amount of that small quantities is fine, right? But if that starts to dominate the, the diet or cookies and, and donuts, right? Like anything that's going to be highly processed with lots of sugar um, and fat will be less good and, and provide you, it gives you that short-term energy boost, right? As those um, calories hit your system, uh, but they don't have staying power in them and they don't support all of the other vitamins and minerals and the other nutrients that your muscles need to keep functioning properly and that your brain needs so you can keep making good decisions. Part of, you know, farming accidents are linked to a lot of different things, but nutrition certainly plays a role in it. So in terms of preventing accidents on the farm, making sure we're fueling our bodies well is also contributes to that. So what are some healthy choices that are easy and on the go? Right. So, you know, we like to talk with farmers about, you know, that they they think a lot about the nutrition of their livestock and they think a lot about how to maintain the optimal functioning of their equipment, right? They would always put quality fuel into their equipment. Well, the most important um, thing on a farm is really the farmer, right? Like that is the most important piece of equipment. So they need to think about how do they fuel their own bodies. So some strategies that we have suggested um, in, in consultation with with um, nutritionists and nurses that we consult with um, is to make sure you've got access to fruits and vegetables. One way to do that is to think in batches, right? So if you have an hour where you can prep a whole bunch of vegetables and pack them into individual serving sizes that you can just grab out of the fridge in the morning, that can make it really easy. Or using pre-cut vegetables that you can buy in the grocery store, right? That's also very easy. And then pairing fruits and vegetables with some kind of protein, whether that's, you know, high protein, low sugar granola bars or trail mixes made up in fruits and nuts and um, dried dried fruits, nuts, seeds, that sort of thing. Anything that's a quick grab and go that's not simply sugar and caffeine will be a great idea. Some other things are like hard-boiled eggs or 
or cheese and crackers. But of course, right, if we start to think about perishable items, uh, they also need to think about food safety. So making sure that there are coolers with ice that you're keeping perishable items in throughout the day. High quality cooler with ice packs can do a lot towards keeping foods cold. So whether that's, you know, again, boiled eggs or cheeses, other kinds of like lunch meats or sandwiches, right, containing lunch meat, any of that, you want to keep that cool until you consume it. Same thing with foods that are meant to be hot, putting them into a thermos so that they'll maintain their heat over time. A lot of thermoses on the market now will maintain heat or cold for, you know, up to seven hours or something. So that can be really important so that we're not, you know, compounding the problem by having food poisoning happening. So again, you know, anything that can be batch cooked, whether that's a summer salad that's, you know, a mixture of vegetables with some sort of a sauce or dressing on it, proteins could be, you know, it could be sort of chopped ham, turkey, whatever, mixed into that, feta cheese, you know, other kinds of cheeses. Those will help provide good nutrients and staying power if you've got the protein with your vegetables mixed in there. And those are things that can be can be batch made, you know, bean salad, uh, three bean salads, right? That kind of thing. Cottage cheese, if you like that, um, can be a good go-to protein source that is filling and has nutrients to it and protein with it. So anything that you can think about, batch foods that you like to eat during the summer or as we move into fall during the winter soups are obviously a good choice and you can pack a lot of nutrients into a soup. I know personally when I get busy, I don't eat much. So how often should people eat? Right. I do think if we can slow down enough to take physiological cues, right, like my stomach um, growling, that's to me, right, when I'm busy, that's not a very good indicator for me either. But when I start to notice that I'm getting irritable, that's a good indication that I need to eat something, right? And if I will make the choice to go eat some protein at that point, it'll help stabilize my blood sugar, which helps stabilize my mood, and it makes me able to think better, right? So, So sometimes it is paying attention to cues that aren't necessarily hunger cues, because I do think for farmers, right, when we get get busy. We're, we're so, we're used to just overlooking maybe what our body is asking for. And maybe for folks, uh, mood might be a better indicator that they actually are hungry. The other thing I really like to talk about, my kids actually think I'm kind of crazy on this point, is that we need to have water, right? We need to have enough so that we don't get dehydrated. And so we like to encourage farmers to, in addition to maybe their Mountain Dews, to make sure they've got a big jug of cool water with them out in the field. We know that as the days have been hotter and hotter, that dehydration becomes a serious issue for agricultural workers. In fact, we know that the health-related illnesses from heat is 20 times higher for agricultural workers than from other workers because they are outside in that heat all day. They often don't have access to shade and maybe they're having to wear extra protective clothing, which contributes to their body heat. So with water, right, there are very clear guidelines of drinking one cup of a non-caffeinated and non-alcoholic cool beverage every 15 minutes, even if you don't feel thirsty, right, to really make sure you're drinking every 15 minutes um, and taking breaks to get out of the sun and the heat. So I know eating healthy is not the only way to remain in a healthy state. Mental well-being needs to be maintained as well. So how can those involved in agriculture take care of stress? Right. So, right, definitely when we're when we're busier and more under stress, right, that can be more of a challenge, right, because it feels like everything needs to be done right now. What we've found is 
you know, taking maybe five minutes at the start of the day with your crew to really identify here the key goals for the day and who's going to be responsible for each thing, keeping those open lines of communication and trying to get out of the habit of thinking, you know, everything is just you. You have to figure it all out or you have to be responsible for everything. So if you can um, talk about what the stressors are, what the priorities are, set some really clear time-limited goals, whether it's just like the goal for today is to do this one thing. Um, that helps people not become so overwhelmed. Um, and then taking some time every day, even when you feel like you don't have the time, to decompress, right? That may be walking for 10 minutes um, in the middle of the day or at the end of the day. Um, just something to get the stress out of your body and to have your whole system sort of calm down from what the day was. Those little tiny like micro breaks actually make us lower our stress and make us more efficient when we're working um, than if we just keep pushing through, pushing through, pushing through and ignore that when we need to take a break. And then always we say connection to others, right? That connecting with others, whether that's family or friends or having a laugh with your crew that you're working with, connection is the number one stress reliever out there. You said a lot of great resources, how to maintain stress, but sleep is also a big problem. How can you try to get as much sleep as possible? That's an excellent point. Yes, sleep is key, right? And a lot of us are sleep challenged. And sometimes we even feel like it's a badge of honor if we don't sleep, right? We, we, we have this sort of weird <laughs> inverted thing about sleep sometimes. But sleep is really key, right? It's, it's absolutely critical to our functioning, both our physical functioning and our mental well-being. So keeping a sleep routine, whatever that is, is usually helpful, right? So going to bed and getting up at the same time. It may be minimizing distractions um, through the night. So using earplugs or eye covers to really close out sensory infer, you know, inputs into your body so that your body can actually relax. Um, it may involve doing something relaxing before bed, whether that's reading a novel for a little bit or listening to some music or a podcast, something that helps your body signal a transition from the workday into a rest period, right? So creating habits and routines that work for you um, and then maintaining those can really be helpful. So you said a lot of great resources. Where can people find more information on how to stay healthy? Right. Well, they can certainly check out our website, farmwellwi.org. And we have a lot of different resources um, and we connect regularly with nurses and other medical folks who've written articles and blog posts for us about some of these topics I've been touching on. So that's one great source. Um, UW Extension also has in their Resilient Farms and Families program, they have a lot of great resources and stress management strategies for farmers. So that would be another place that I would want to point people to. And that was Chris Frakes, Program Director of FarmWell, Wisconsin. Eating healthy and having a good mindset is important even when you are busy. Caring for yourself is just as important as caring for your animals and the equipment. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Michelle Stangler.